thermal sound wave, wave. It's thermal sound waves, the natural alternative to yep. fast food radio. We are here to see Truth Kevin Lawrence. Yep, yep. We have a guest that's joining us right about now who does very legalish. Yes, yes. She is can that, help is that you a out. Word? Legalish? Legalish. Or legal. Legal. I mean, she's legal. She's an advocate. She can help you out in situations, depending on what those are, not everything. <laughs> but we're going to find out um, exactly from our guest that's joining us right now. Hello, Mary. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Great, 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 great. And uh, joining us right now is the Wall Street Lawyer. <laughs> that's that's dot her. com. Wow. <laughs> dot com. Oh, excuse me. Dot com. The Wall Street Lawyer. Dot com. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, she on one right now. <laughs> so tell everybody exactly what the Wall Street Lawyer is all about. Is it just Wall uh, Street, or is it is it something else going on besides Wall Street? Break it down for us. Well, my passion is entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship drives everything: job creation, poverty alleviation, and innovation. So that's my thing. Um, and you know, how does that affiliate with Wall Street? I cut my teeth on Wall Street, so Ooh. that is how I became the Wall Street Lawyer dot com. Uh, okay. which is kind of wrapped up into some things in my book, but I'm long-winded and I don't want to get away from everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. We'll, we'll, we'll take a little don't bits worry. and samples. We won't do the whole, Just give the whole samples, story, but we'll, sample. we'll, we'll do a little something-something here. Consultation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So was being a, a, a lawyer something you always wanted to do coming up, or was that something that you later in life decided to, to get into? You know... Okay, between you and me, I'm from the hood, right? I'm from the south side of things. What? What? Where and, you from? Whoa, where you from? Whoa, 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 where you from? from? Whoa! I'm from South Park, Houston, Texas. That's where I grew up. So, wait, South Park? Yeah, I'm from the south side. The south side. South side. Okay. <laughs> okay, little okay. Kiki. Okay. South side. South <laughs> side. Pat, Pat. Yeah, no, south side. South side. <laughs> Yeah, slanging and banging. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's from the land of the chopping screws. Third yeah, coast. Third coast with it. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, S U C. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, I grew up in South Park, and I said that to say that I, uh, in my family, I was told that I could never be a lawyer. This is how. This is why I became an attorney. Now, why did why did they say you could never be a lawyer? Uh oh. Well, because I was told that I was not smart. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know. I was I've heard stuff like that told, before. Yeah, I was told that I was pretty but not smart. And they said that I was an airhead. Wow. And I, I even talk about that, the law of adversity, turning problems into opportunities. And it's something I learned very early on because my life was so difficult starting out. Uh, so that's how it came to me because my family member who was a family lawyer was a career criminal. You know, don't nobody know the law better than a criminal. That's true. So. That is correct. <laughs> and and just, just, just so people out there know, Laws were written by criminals. Yes, it was. Wow, I didn't know that. You taught me something. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, South Side. This, this is South why side. so many of them get off because <laughs> they were made so that they can get off. Like these, uh -huh, uh -huh. especially okay. when we talk about the history of the United States and you know who were doing those things. So and, George, what's the loophole I need? Listen, Thomas, <laughs> this is a loophole we make for ourselves. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. You're welcome, George. Right. But, <laughs> But back right, to your right. story, Mary. Back to your story. Yeah. So that's um, so that's what 
you know, they told me I could never become an attorney. I didn't know if I could become an attorney either. <laughs> I had never done it before. And you don't really know what you can do until you try it. So that's where the motivation and the inspiration to become an attorney came from. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So let that be a lesson to everybody out there. Do not listen to what people say when they tell you oh, you can't do this or you're not smart enough or bright enough to do this or that. The third, you know, that's that's a whole lot of nonsense. And that's that's called hating. Yeah, that's called. Yeah, hate. yeah I got to say that I, I'm you know, I've had some things. Nobody told me that I was pretty, but they said, go do something. <laughs> so I just did something, you know, but yeah. I'm not pretty like you though, but right. yeah. Now, now coming up, um, doing the path to be a lawyer. What were some of the the obstacles that you had to deal with um, on your journey to being coming a lawyer? Whew. Uh, you know, some of the obstacles, the journey to becoming an attorney. Oh gosh, life was all. You know, I didn't, I didn't find school to be difficult. I felt like I could do what it takes, and and you know, I could show up and. I, you know, I was disciplined. So I, that, I, that was never it for me. It was always everything else. <laughs> uh Oh, let's go. Let's you go. Know, it was life. It yeah. was life. Yeah. It was life. And, 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 and family in particular, to be honest, um, well, that, they always say family is always the one that can really hurt you. I'm sorry. They usually say family are the ones that know really how to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, when they're, you know, in issues and certain people, and, and they always hurt the people closest to them. That's just, you know, that's what they do. They lash out at the people closest to them. And so for me, I think a lot of my trauma, you know, deal, it was dealing with family members and drug addictions and things like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, did you go this to school in Houston or did you go um, out of state? I did. I did. I went to Sam Houston State University for undergrad and then I went to Thurgood Marshall School of Law for law wow. school. Prestigious. <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> yes. Look Absolutely. At God work. Absolutely. <laughs> Out of the South Get Side. Third. Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> Okay, that's right. You know, if Thurgood Marshall said that a lawyer who is not a social engineer is a social parasite. Wow, <laughs> ain't that something? Yeah, I'm like, man, that's a, that's a heavy burden, Thurgood. <laughs> All right. Now, with you going to, you know, the procedure schools and everything, what has what were some of the things that were in your neighborhood or? Even outside your neighborhood, whether it's your, your city of Houston or your state of Texas, that made you feel like, I definitely have to do this. That made me feel like what? That I definitely have to do this. Uh, oh, everything. Everything. I think, well, part, maybe being broke as a... <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it real quick. You know, I, I don't know. I tell people all the time, that is a wonderful motivator. <laughs> And so, you know, adversity is a hell of a motivator. Mm -hmm. And early on in my life, I think I was all I was motivated by the pain, honestly. Um, and I, I, I learned how to I master transmuting pain into positive energy, honestly. You know, like the girl who could turn straw into gold. Mary the alchemist. Yep, the alchemist. Alchemy. I could I really mastered that and that is the essence of what i put into my book blackwallstreet.com is what i talk about with the law of adversity that in every problem there's an opportunity of equal or greater measure guaranteed now that's so, an interesting name 
BlackWallStreet.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a, she, she's on she's it. She's marketing. She's, she's on marketing. it. I love it though. I love uh, it. We are friends, right? We're we're friends with her right now. We're friends now. All right, cool. Because we need her. She's she's on it. She's letting up. Yeah, no, I bought that <laughs> domain BlackWallStreet.com for seventy five thousand dollars. Ooh, wow. That's that's a lawyer. That's a lawyer. A lot right of people there. don't know that's that's <laughs> actually a hustle. Domain names is actually a hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the man, let me tell you, he went up $200,000, tried to charge $275,000 for it. And guess what? Guess why? Why is that? Y'all got to give me one guess. You got to guess. Because he felt that you may want to do something for the people that went through the harsh times of Black Wall Street over there in Greenwood, Arch and Pine. That's close. That's close. That's close. That's close. It was because of the death of George Floyd and everything that was going on in America last year. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's heavy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had to. I had to pause. Kevin's looking at me right now. I, I paused for a second when you yeah. said that. Wow. Yep. It was that, and then he told me about the movie that LeBron James is working on for Black Wall Street, and he knew that Black the hundred year anniversary of Black Wall Street was coming up next year, and he said, and it, that. On top of the death of George Floyd, which had the black-white issue all at an all-time high, he went up to $275,000 on the price. So you got him to seventy-five. I got You got, you got that mouthpiece in. Your mouthpiece must be crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about, we ain't talking about half. But see, I should get like 30, that's 70% that, off. That's that south side, though. South side. See where it you all know comes what it, in? South side. See where it all I comes in? I look, I tell people all the time, I'm a one-trick pony. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. I ain't got but one trick in the bag, and it's faith. I can't do nothing but thank God <laughs> for that. Acting bad. Coming down, <laughs> acting bad. It's thermal sideways. I ain't sideways. got one thing I'm good at, but the cool thing about it is if you're really good at that thing right there, it will carry you through everything else. Yes. And so that's that's the essence of the book, How to Build a Thriving Black Business Using the Laws of the Universe. Mm. Heavy, heavy. It's Thermal Soundwaves, a natural alternative to hey. fast food radio. We're talking to Mary Dean right about now and her book, Black Wall Street. You can get that. BlackWallStreet.com, excuse me. Dot com. You can get that on BlackWallStreet.com <laughs> right now. And uh, she just eloquently uh, broke down the subtitle, How to Build a Thriving Black Business Using the Laws of the Universe. Yo, see, truth, for some strange reason, I want to hear a swanging. <laughs> right now, endorsed by Doctor Iyala Benzant. Oh, okay, okay. She's on some stuff. All right, all right. Chill out. You you showing off right now. You showing off right there. You acting bad. Okay, you showing off. You yeah. You really from that part of town. Okay, you showing off. Look at God. That's all I'm saying. As we talk about alchemy and all that. Pop my trunk and oh damn, go swing, swinging, I swinging, I swinging of things. You swinging for real. Now I want to ask you about your Wall Street background, but. I want to get to some things before that. Um, I met a brother by the name of Aaron Petway for the 100-year um, centennial of the Black Wall Street, and he's the one that mentioned you to me and told me about you know some of the things that you were doing. Um, what in particular were you um, partaking in with, with that whole situation in, in Tulsa? So I launched my book in Tulsa. Wow. I wanted to do the first launch event in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At, and you all know for, for what reason, um, just to be there and really pay my respect and get my feet on the ground and get my hands in the clay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's one thing to buy the domain and say, okay, now nah, I'm not, now nah, we black wall street. You know? Right. But then it's another thing to say, I really want to get into this. And so having my first launch event in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where a hundred years ago, they bombed the entire place of a thriving black. And if we would be so blessed and luckily to be able to re, uh, to do something to to really rise and remember them and build something you know that could parallel what they did the magnitude of what they did because they really they were forced to <laughs> you know but it's a lot of things to learn about what can be built with practicing group economics absolutely um, and definitely I, if you go there um you can see that like firsthand like just very easily like just just looking at the array of businesses that were there you're like they were doing it whole and I, and I saw this firsthand with my own eyes, my own two eyes. Like I've read about this. Your own and three I, eyes. Yeah, my own three eyes. Like absolutely, and maybe more, but that's a whole other story. But I've read about this. I've seen documentaries and all that. But to go there and see it for yourself, you're like, wait a minute, they had all of this here, yeah. like right here. Like it's it's was it was amazing to to see that and, and they had everything. And big shout to the Gap Band. Because maybe you don't know, know about the I Gap Band. I didn't put that two and two together until I went there either. The I'm people like, don't know Gap about the Gap Band. Yeah. Man, Greenwood, they, Archer, and Pine. That's right. Yeah. You dropped the bomb oh, on me. You dropped the bomb on yeah. me. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, see, that just shows you that even when you're dancing and you're drinking, you're still learning. Right. But you don't even realize right. you learn until decades later. He, they, you know what that reminds me of? Something. What's that? The African fo folklore, how they pa how we had to pass the history down because yes. it wasn't being taught. Yes. And one of the things, the most interesting thing that I found about being there was um, that a lot of people didn't, that they didn't talk about it. And that a lot of people who were native to the area didn't learn about it. So maybe they were in their 20s and they had to maybe do a little digging on their own. So that it that makes me think of a time where you couldn't your history was not taught and that was the way that they preserved their story. You dropped a bomb on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so now they did fighting. They did fighting through dance. It, exactly. It's it's all still carried on to this day. Even even if you're not aware of it, <laughs> we're still mm -hmm. doing that. You know, which is why like rap music is attacked so much you know with with that that's a whole other story we're not gonna get into that but it's, it's that griot system where you pass down messages and things to the next generation which is so important which we continue to do to this day that people want to stop you know also in tulsa oklahoma i believe there was a woman named lucille thompson uh -huh. uh, and I, I i remember seeing something on her and she is a very unknown famous person that started a trend Decades later, that is still going on to this day. Lucille Thompson, she won, She walked into a store to buy a hat from a white-owned store, and they didn't want her to buy any hats. They said, we don't want your kind buying hats. I said, why? Because your hair is greasy. So uh. what she did was she took out a napkin and put it by the brim of the hat and put the hat on to see if the hat looks nice on her. And because of that, when you go into a hat store in New York, they usually give you a napkin to put on the... The inside part of the hat so it doesn't sweat that hat when you're trying it on because that's if it sweats it out, then you can't she started it that. She started that. Lucille Thompson. Hmm. There you go. That's interesting. More history, more history. Now, um, what are some of the things that people can take away uh, once they get your book and once they read your book? Uh, will they become lawyers, business owners? Like, What, what are some of the things that they learn when they read Black Wall Street? Um, 
building black businesses using the laws of the universe? Well, I hope they become back. Uh, I hope they become black business owners, thriving black business owners, because that's what the book is designed to help them do. I actually go over the four legal pillars that every business needs to stand them up. In addition to the laws of the universe, that's that's on that whole spiritual kick because you can't do nothing without spirit. Right. And getting your spirit in order. There's not any action in the world that can make up for that. So I get into that in the laws of the universe. But back to the laws of the land, the portion of the legalities of a business. So I go over the four pillars, the legal insurance finance and tax systems that every business needs to lift that business to the next level and i call that my black wall street lift pillar so but what if i just got a business and i'm like yo you know what i mean I, I make my cash they pay me my hand i sell something you know they pay my hand why do i need to have all that legal things why is that necessary well starting an entity helps you well, one of the biggest reasons to have an entity is tax savings. Everybody got to pay taxes. So unless you're getting your stuff cash, because if you're getting your stuff cash, then don't nobody know what you're making no way. <laughs> <laughs> and neither do Uncle Sam. But if you're really trying to run a legitimate business, that business is going to have to pay taxes. And so when you start putting yourself in, even if we say, even if you don't have a business, if you're just a, a W-2 employee salary, you may still want to start a business so that you can take, take advantage of some of the tax deductions, things that you would normally pay for, you can now have those items itemized in your deductions. Your dry cleaning. You you, you send your clothes to the cleaners, clothes that you do wear to work. That's true. Um, um, and you with the radio station, uh, your airtime that you pay for, everything that you pay to, in furtherance of that business, including all of the other miscellaneous things that you use every single day, your dry cleaning, your car note, maybe if you're using your car for business. That's right. Um, your rent, if, you're, if, you, if you have a home based business you can start itemizing parts of things you know portions that you pay of your rent so the the main reason to start a business is to take advantage of the tax savings the other reason why you start a business is to protect your personal resources from any type of litigation Mm. so if you're out there doing that you may be sued for doing business. So if someone comes and sues your business, you want them to be able to come after your business only and not be able to come off after any of your personal assets. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's, it's liability protection. So those are the two main reasons to start a business is liability protection and to save bukus of money on taxes. And when it comes to saving bukus of money on taxes, we call that living the corporate lifestyle. Mm. Right. Living the corporate lifestyle. <laughs> this dinner is on me, guys. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Dinner's on her. She said it. She said that's it. She said it. Dinner's on her. About. Yes. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Uncle right. Sam got it. <laughs> that's right. Okay, we when we go to when we go down to Texas to the Houston yeah. and yeah. we see Miss Dean. <laughs> yeah, Ms. lunch Dean. is on her. I'm gonna say I got it, and we going to we going on air again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but put in my name, you know, for the check. Just write the check in my name, though. But you pay for it, but write the check in our name, though. We, you know what I mean? We need that. Yeah. But all of those things become itemized deductions that you get to take out of business expenses that get to be taken off of your income before your taxes are even calculated. Oh, wow. absolutely, no doubt. I mean, this is a great book to have. Um, just as a reference to keep going back to, to to learn all of these things and to have these things. And uh, I understand also you do a little social media strategy as well and, and how to brand the business and, and stuff like that as well. Is that in there as well? 
I do mention that a little bit. I, the I do have some other workbooks that I have for sale at BlackWallStreet.com where I get into the branding. I like branding. I got into branding. You know, like I said, I was always this. Ad, I eat adversity and and grow wings. And so I had a business partner and marketing and branding was their thing. And when they when they didn't do their thing anymore, it seems like I acquired that skill. <laughs> Right. And so I was blessed enough to brand myself as the washerlawyer.com. And, you know, I got into the dot coms. I remember when uh, Tamar Braxton was big, everything was dot com, dot com, dot com. Uh, but that is digital real estate. That's true. And there is a lot of money to be made online. Intellectual and you, property. You brothers it, yes, intellectual property online. Um, but that whole digital real estate, because now dot coms is just like real estate. You don't, you, if the dot com yeah. is taken, you can't get that dot com. That's true. And this guy, how much did he pay to register at dot com? And I bought his domain for seventy five thousand dollars. Blackballstreet.com. Yo, that's that's Black not even. That's that's like seventy percent off. Like, who are you, yo? <laughs> <laughs> Mary Dean Esquire, author of Blackwallstreet.com. Dot com. Black businesses, <laughs> uh, building black businesses using the laws of the universe, endorsed yeah, yeah. by Ayanna Van Zant. Yes. Can we say we're friends now? I'm I'm sorry. Can we say we're friends? Yes, we are friends. Okay, we're good. friends. All right. <laughs> we're friends. Your mouthpiece must be on something. When I mean for everybody out there, when I say mouthpiece, I'm talking about her her game, her talking, you know, you know, to get something like seventy percent off. You, you, you the woman. Her you, business you woman. acumen is on point. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I I, I appeal to his better nature. It was not yeah. if I had came at it trying to there, there was no negotiating with nothing but his heart. Ah, yeah, whatever. I know what that means. <laughs> she got him. She got him. <laughs> well, yeah. And how can you at this time and this in this climate, because of the death of George Floyd, I'm a black woman. I want to use this to uplift my people. How dare you go up to two hundred thousand dollars? Now you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Let him know. Tell now, him. Tell come him. on now. Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking to Mary Dean Esquire, BlackWallStreet.com. You can find the information on her. All her social media is the Wall Street Lawyer, uh, the WallStreetLawyer.com as well. Now, real quickly, and we're gonna get you out of here. We're not gonna keep you too long. I know you got a lot of things that you're working on. Um, tell us about your first experiences working on wall street because a lot of people have different experiences when they go to it so tell us about okay. your experience there well so you know I, i'm a grad i'm a proud graduate of thurgood marshall school of law and i was trained to say a lawyer who is not a social engineer is a social parasite a lawyer who is not uplifting society is taken from society is very clear-cut you need to be a, a social engineer and so I've always prided myself on being a social activist and wanting to uplift and, you know, do my work in the world and to make the world a better place. And so when I moved to New York, to be honest, the only work that I could find was in the financial capital of the world because they were being sued. All the banks were being sued. <laughs> wow. It was right at the height of the recession and it was during the Occupy Wall Street movement. And I just moved there, and um, and so the only work I could find was on Wall Street. They were hiring like crazy. You could work crazy hours. You could work Wall Street hours, and you know that that meant thirteen hour days. Right. Um, sure, you get a car service to pick you up and take you home, but hell, it's mine. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <Yeah. laughs> no doubt. And so that's what time it was. I was hungry, so I showed up to eat. Um, I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. 
And that's right around that time. That's also when I found out what someone very close to me was addicted to drugs. Crystal meth, actually. <laughs> wow. That's serious. And, yeah, that's, that's deep. Crystal oh, meth is yeah. no joke. No, no. Yeah, that's like Satan's drug, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you know. And uh, so it was the first time I got that phone call. So I'm working down there in the financial district. I hated it. And I got that call that my business partner and best friend and ride or die, was, you know, while they were under the influence of it for the first time. And so that's when everything clicked for me, um, and I was literally working 13 hours a day and I would go on my lunch break with my little picket sign and try to protest and then go back to work for the man. I hated being there. <laughs> and so when I got that call, that's when I decided, you know, well, God, who am I? You got me. Th- you told me you came to me in dream. You told me to move. I moved. I did what you told me to do. And now I'm here working for the man. That how is that walking in your purpose? I'm down here working for the man on Wall Street. This is not who I am. And and, and my business partner strung out on that stuff. What are you doing? What are you doing? And so I start asking him, um, who am I? Like what you do? Like, who am I? I'm obviously not this who I thought I was because my business partner is that. And this is so what is, you, you know, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And that is when I heard the WallStreetLawyer.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Mary yeah. Dean Esquire, ladies and gentlemen. BlackWallStreet.com is the book. Black businesses, building black businesses using the laws of the universe. Make sure you get that. BlackWallStreet.com. It's been a pleasure having you on. And we are definitely going to have you back on the program because I know there's some things that you are doing that you know the the world needs to know about our audience needs to know about definitely and, uh, we definitely want to be involved with that as well especially when it comes to that coalition of uh businesses we definitely is that on social media that. too that on instagram as well she, she's the wall, she's the wall street lawyer on instagram okay cool yes yeah i am the wall street lawyer definitely definitely now can we get a little a little gift can, can we get a black wall street over here on this side of things yeah, can i get seventy thousand dollars? <laughs> I, I don't need that i just want a book I just i'll want take a book. that i'll take that I'll you know that. i could i could you know what i could do you one better okay. when i uh when the course come out i want to take you guys through it okay and maybe see about ways to help level up your business and your brand Okay. Merchandising or whatever, whatever. But we'll we'll do something like that. Okay. That way we can come back on and talk about it. And I'll take you guys through your legal, your insurance, your finance and tax systems. And so making sure that you're maximizing everything that you have. And so, yes, and I'll give you guys a book because you have to do your homework. (laughs) Beautiful. And will you be doing audio books in the future? I will. Yes. Yep. 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 But the course is going to be a video. I'm, I'm actually wow. working on my transcripts as we speak because I do reference the uh, course a lot in the book. The book, you know, the book took a lot to write, but the book is, is like, now that I'm done with that, it's like, I got to get the course now. I got to pull this course out of my ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no question. We know you do it. We'll know you get all that done because you on it. <laughs> Southside. Well, I'm working on that, but as soon as it's done, then I can take you guys through the whole of program, and we'll come back on the air and talk about that. Because look, to build Black Wall Street is going to take us all to working together collectively. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, thank you once again. It's been an absolute pleasure, Miss Mary Dean Esquire. BlackWallStreet.com. On social media, it's the Wall Street Lawyer. Make sure you get that book. Make sure you hit her up as well. And uh, uh, definitely enjoy the rest of your evening, night, afternoon, whatever it is that you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing some great work. Great. Thank you. 
Yes, indeed. It's Thermal Sound Waves, the natural alternative to fast food radio. Thermal Sound Wave, wave.